Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner. On this show, I interview life coaches, business coaches, and other coaches to discuss all aspects of coaching and business. We'll also take your questions and you might have the opportunity for live coaching right on the show. I'm Coach Andrew Poritz with Ingenuity Coaching. I help people transitioning from corporate America to entrepreneurship. My mission is to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams, and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. If you're listening live right now and you want to call in with a question, the call-in phone number is 646-929-2893. You can also go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash Coach Andrew and log into your account and join the chat room. Uh, I've been away from this show for a few weeks. For those of you who have been regular listeners, you may know that I've recently had some surgery, and as a result, uh, my voice has been affected that probably for the next few months. So if you're wondering what's going on with the coach's voice, that's what's going on. But here I am uh, doing a lot better, and uh, we're ready to go. And I am really excited to tell you about our my first guest on the, on the show tonight, Actually, my only guest on the show tonight, Wes Murray has been involved in the health and fitness industry for almost a decade. After overcoming his own fitness challenges, he became a personal trainer in 2002 and eventually attained master trainer status. His commitment to health has led him to train people from various walks of life, from stay-at-home moms to Oscar-winning celebrities. West became a wellness coach in 2007. He uses his skills to help guide his clients into making positive and important changes to their lives. West is certified with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. He's also a trained wellness coach through Well Coaches and the American Council of Sports Medicine. West speaks publicly about health, nutrition, lifestyle changes, and positive motivation. And for more inf- information, you can see www.amrifitness.com. That's A-M-R-I fitness.com. Wes Murray, are you with us? I am here, Andrew. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm doing excellent. And, uh, you know, first of all, I just want to acknowledge you, uh, Dr. Poretz, for, you know, this you know, just staying staying in there, hanging in there, being strong, even, you know, through all of the, your own health challenges. And I think it's amazing that you are able to make this happen. So I just want to nod you for that. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and thanks for uh, upgrading me to Dr. Porras, I think I heard. <laughs> uh, I, I should be. That, that, would be, that would be fascinating. Yes. <laughs> I, my mother would come down from heaven just to say, my son, the doctor. But it, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> okay. But thank you. I really appreciate that. So, uh, you know, I've known you uh, for quite some time. Absolutely. And I, I, I actually am somebody who knows you uh, uh, from before. Yes. I know you before. You made those changes in your life. So I, I'm somebody who could personally attest, you know, yeah, this guy really did it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, it's a funny thing because um, for people who don't know me and they see my before pictures and my after pictures, their first reaction is one of skepticism. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to have someone, you know, someone who's there, flesh and blood, that can actually say, yeah, you know, to, to validate. Like, I've seen those changes. I know it's possible. 
Absolutely. Well, well that, that's awesome. So, so tell me, Wes, how did you get into fitness and coaching? Well, it's, uh, it, you know what, it was kind of a roundabout way how I got into fitness. Um, you know, I didn't get into this kind of like the typical way that a lot of trainers have gotten into it. Um, a lot of times trainers or, or fitness professionals is just an extension of who they are. They probably grew up around being active, sports or dance or that sort of thing, and they just kind of made it into a career. I actually, um, I moved to New York City about uh, a little over 10 years ago, maybe about 12 years ago, and uh, came to the bright lights, big city of New York, with my degree in commercial art. And I was going to be a graphic designer. In fact, I was. I worked for an um, internet design company um, doing that whole dot-com wave. Mm. And um, and uh, don't get me wrong, I, I, I enjoyed what I did for a living. But I found that I was in front of a computer all day. Um, I was spending, spending 16 hours a day in front of a computer. And it, you know, it was funny because my where my office was, there was a McDonald's on the other side of the street, which was near the subway station. So I would come up from the subway station. I would go to McDonald's for breakfast. I'd go into the building, work, run out for 20 minutes, run back to McDonald's, and go back in, work my rest of the day, and then where else to go but McDonald's before I went home. And I did that for quite some time. And I was already an overweight person. But at my heaviest, I was 300 pounds. And, and what happened was, um, uh, you know, quite honestly, how it really started was I was walking past the magazine aisle, and, uh, and uh, magazine rack, I should say, and I saw a fitness magazine and uh, caught my attention, and I opened it up, and within the magazine there was a, uh, a fitness contest. Now, you know, it seems pretty commonplace now, but back then it was sort of revolutionary. I'd never seen anything like this before. So I um, decided, you know what, I'm going to enter this contest. And what happened was I didn't complete it. <laughs> so then the next time I came around for another contest, I entered that one. Didn't complete it. Uh, noticing a pattern here? So, yes, I certainly uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but what it was, it wasn't until a good friend of mine um, who <laughs> coincidentally enough is a, uh, is a business coach, he took me aside one time. And, he, you know, he just kind of said to me, like, dude, what's going on? You know, I'm, I'm worried about you. Like, you know, you're, at that time I was 28 years old. Um, you know, you should be in the prime of your life, and you look like you're 40. And, you know, um, I'm very concerned that you probably won't live to see the day that you actually turn 40 if you continue in this direction. So, you know, you can imagine, you know, at, at that time, that was kind of like my first reality check. You know, we always have the, the chatter inside our own minds, but it's not until when someone else kind of mirrors you and, 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 and says to you what you've been thinking to yourself that for some people that's when it becomes the reality for them. So um, I did a lot of soul searching, and I said, okay, Wes, this will be it. So I answered that contest. Lo and behold, I, I completed it. Um, you know, I didn't win. I didn't come close. But what that did do... Um, was allow me to to not just adopt uh, adapt you know different eating uh, strategies and, and lifestyle changes, but it also changed my mindset. And what happened was, um, you know, I only entered the contest once, but I 
developed my own style of, of fitness. And, and what, lo and behold, what happened was I, I ended up losing over 100 pounds. And I began to become um, a beacon, for, you know, for lack of a better word, for people. Because people would always come up to me who knew my story and then would ask me, you know, what did you do? How did you do it? And I was giving people advice. I was giving people, um, you know, my own experience. At the time, I didn't uh, classify it as coaching, but I was actually coaching people. And I realized in this process that I, I had a, a desire to help people, had a passion to help other people to um, accomplish the same goals that I, you know, created for myself. So, you know, that's sort of the, I guess, the long version of how I got into it and into the fitness industry. And, um, you know, I've been doing it ever since. Wow, so. congratulations. Thank you. What, what and, contest was that, by the way? Okay, <laughs> if you must know, it's the body for you know. Now it's called the uh, I think it's called the body of life, body for life, body for life. Uh, That's the one yeah. that I did that as well. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, when I first um, entered it, it was called something else. I can't. It was very close to it, but it, it became soon to be known by body for life. So yeah, you know, and actually, I remember having conversations with you way back then regarding that that contest. That was uh, what? So that would have been uh, uh, 2001. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was that was I was right in the middle of it during that time. And um, so you know, so what happened was, um, uh, I became you know, and in, in and in some ways it was it was just a nice coincidence because during the time when I decided was to deciding to become a trainer, um, the dot com burst was you know was full and in effect. And um, so it kind of made my transition easier. And what I discovered when I when I got into fitness and I became a trainer that um, some people took the advice that I gave them and ran with it, and some people took the advice that I gave them and they were doing exactly what I was doing at first, you know, starting it, not completing it, starting it, not completing it. And I, you know, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why. And at that time, it was just like, okay, well, you eat this and you do this and you do that. And then a week later, they couldn't, they didn't do it. So I was just like, well, why didn't you do it? And for a lot of uh, people, and, and, and I'm going to speak specifically in the realm that I'm familiar with, which is fitness, you know, that's, that's a lot of how we coach people. And it wasn't until a few, you know, a few years ago that um, I became aware of a way of, of speaking with your, your clients, uh, a way of being with your clients that can actually create changes. I had to look back, actually. I had to look back at myself and, I, and, and say to myself, well, what made the change? What made the difference? Well, one was that conversation that I had with my friend. And the other thing that also made the difference was some of the things that I did to change my mindset. And it was, wasn't just... And, I mean, part of it was just completing something that you started, but it was also doing, um, you know, some of the, the, you know, some of the changes that I, I suggest for my clients, such as visualization. And, I mean, like, you know, I, I am a graphic designer by trade, and what I used to do was I would, you know, I'm fairly, fairly skilled in Photoshop. I would take my head and, and put it on, uh, you know, the body that I wanted, and I would, put that on my computer screen and I will look at that. You know, these were some of the things that I was doing then that, shame on me, I was not imparting on my clients. 
So in 2007, um, you know, I got involved with Well Coaches and, you know, really got into that conversation of, of what is coaching and, 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 and about the inquiry. And, well, why don't you um, tell me about Well Coaches because I'm not familiar with them. Okay, Well Coaches was created by um, Margaret Moore. Um, should have known he was going to put me on the spot with that. Absolutely. <laughs> but <laughs> but she, you know, it's a, it's a, um, I guess as far as coaching goes in the whole spectrum, it's it's a fairly new um, um, faction of of coaching um, that specifically is on on wellness. Now, the the difference between you know well coaches as um, as an approach as compared to other types of programs is that it really does, it really is based in the, in the science of, of behavioral change, you know, and it looks at the, the, the five stages. I'm sure you're familiar with it, which is, um, you know, pre-contemplative, contemplative, um, contemplation, I'm sorry, preparation, action, and maintenance. Mm-hmm. And, and from there, um, you know, we coach from each level. Now, and the thing is, is that because of my own background and my own expertise in fitness, I get to wear two hats. I get, you know, I, um, I'm able to take a step back, be that listener, be that mirror um, that, that coaches are and, and have that open dialogue. But at the same time, when the time comes, I can immediately switch hats and be able to give them the guidance that they need from the doing aspect of it. Because... Um, and here's another thing that I discovered. I discovered that most of us, I'd say 90% of us, we already know what to do. And, um, you know, and that also applies in business too, I think, in my opinion, is that we, 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 we may not know exactly the step-by-step, but we have some inkling of what it takes. Like, for instance, with fitness, you know, you may not know the best, quote-unquote, exercise or the, the uh, most appropriate that burning food, but you know, you shouldn't be eating cheeseburgers and fries and drinking sodas and that sort of thing. And you know no, that. Stop that! Are you serious? <laughs> I know. Go figure. It's well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing to me how how often um, um, people w- would ask those kinds of questions. And at first, you know, at first, what thoughts used to go in my head? Like, are you, are you kidding? Are you, are you crazy? But it wasn't until I, I really started to listen that what they were really saying was, how much can I get away with, you know, and still have a six-pack or still accomplish my goals? And um, for me, that was, that, was, uh, that was a learning experience. I mean, I, I really was, was um, surprised at that. Um, the, the other thing was that, I lost my train of thought, but uh, okay. what happened? <laughs> you know, when people were were asking these these sorts of questions, it made me realize that um, it it, it kind of goes back to the training that I received with with well coaches and and Margaret Moore about what stage that they were in, and it wasn't until I was able to really learn how to ask the certain questions, how to um, really take a step back and, 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 and see where, what stage that they're in, and I was able to coach them. You know, like, for instance, if someone were to come to me and, and tell me 
um, or ask me a question, you know, kind of like the what, you know, what what's the magic food? You know, I'm am I able to take a step back and 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 ask questions and find out? Well, you know, is this are you even passionate about this? Are you even at that place yet that this is a burning desire for you to want to to want to change, to want to achieve? Mm. So, you know, so absolutely, it was it was an opportunity for me to see. Okay, when you're asked this question, what place are you coming from? So um, now what, uh, I'll go back to wealth coaches. It's 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 actually right now it's the world leader in wellness coaching, and um, you know and, I was and actually forced- before you even go into that. Why don't you, because remember, you and I are speaking together, but people listening to this may never have heard of some of these things. So oh. how would you define wellness coaching? Okay, um, that's, that's a great question. Um, how I define it in, uh, as far as wellness is, there, you know, wellness coaching is life coaching, you know, because how you are in everything is how you how you are in, in anything is how you are in everything. Okay. However, but with wellness, we look at a specific facet of your life, and that facet is around your diet. It is around uh, exercise, but it's also around a couple of other things that a lot of people overlook. It is it's involved with, um, um, for lack of a better word, your spirituality. Um, what are you doing to take care of your soul? What are you doing, and not not in a religious sense, but what are you doing to take care of yourself? Um, and relaxation, like balance. Um, you know, it's it's great that you have a successful career, but if there's nothing going on when you go home, you know, what's up with that? And 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 really working with the client to creating a plan and following through on that. Um, how I usually um, work with my clients, uh, it's, it's usually a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's three-month period. Um, the first Our first session usually is about in, uh, 90 minutes or, or so, roughly 90 minutes. And, and, and during that time, it's what we do is we, we create what is called a, a wellness vision. And a wellness vision is basically, in a nutshell, just like kind of describe the life to me that, you know, if everything was working in your life, what would that look like? Like, who would you be? And we start off with a, 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 a bigger vision, and, we, and then from there we break it down into our three-month goals. And, and basically during that time we, we try to look at, you know, what are the important elements in this picture, you know, and, and basically um, – what I like to say is kind of dangling the carrot in front of you, like, you know, when times get rough, what is that? What is that image? What is that vision that's going to keep you on track? And also, what are the gaps that's going to, you know, what what are the gaps between you and accomplishing that goal? Like, what's holding you back? And for some people, um, that the gap could be time. And so, and 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 you know, and we're living in a day now where, you know, for some people, time really is a precious commodity. So. You know, how can we make that work for your lifestyle? Oh, you know what? On a side note, one of the things that um, I learned as a coach that I was, again, shame on me, that I was doing before I got these skills was that when I was working with a client, I was impressing upon them my goals for them as opposed to 
the goals for that they want for themselves. So it's like, and I'll give you an example. Like, for instance, let's say if a client comes to me and she's, um, I don't know, clearly 80 pounds overweight. Actually, this happened to me one time, so don't laugh. So um, she's, you know, she's 80, 80 pounds overweight, and she sits down in front of me, and she's telling me um, her story. And I'm, you know, I, I don't even think I heard one word that she said because I'm thinking, okay, she's 80 pounds, check. She wants to lose weight, um, check. I'm going to do this for her, check. We're going to create this plan, check, check, check. And then I finally say, okay, but well, what is it, your ultimate goal? Well, no, I'm sorry. I, I started to speak to her, and I started to say to her, well, this is exactly what I was saying to myself. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to meet X, Y, and Z times. We're going to do blah, 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 blah. I'm going to help you get to that size 10 that I'm sure that you've been wanting. And then she says, but I'm fine with where I'm at. I'm, I'm just want to relax. I'm just trying to do this to relieve stress. Like she had no, she did not care about losing weight. She cared about stress relief. And, you know, of course, I had to open mouth and search foot at that moment, but what it was was a lesson for me. Was <laughs> It was a lesson for me in that um, never assume what your clients want. And, in the, you know, and, 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 this, and just because my goal was to lose 100 pounds doesn't mean that that was her goal. That's, that's, it's almost like saying to somebody who never even asked, and by the way, you do look fat in that outfit. <laughs> it would be bad. It would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably certain. I probably, in some way, shape, or form, have done that too. I mean, you know, we could spend an entire hour just talking about the mistakes that I made before I got to where I'm at now. <laughs> well, the mistakes are only the things that uh, make you stronger because they teach you all the lessons you need to learn, right? Oh yes, absolutely. You know, and the other thing about co- uh, about coaching in general is that um, it taught me how to be a listener. And 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 you know, like you know, like I was saying before, up until this point, people were asking me for advice, and I would give advice. People would ask for advice, and I would give advice. Sometimes people weren't asking for advice, and I was still giving advice. <laughs> and what coaching did was it taught me how to be a mirror. It taught me how to um, to really listen and 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 really be mindful of what is being communicated to me. Because really, most people come to coaching because they're tired of struggling. You know, they've they've been in the place for a long period of their life, and they, they may be disgusted with themselves. They may be tired with the place that they have in life, and and how it manifests itself is in their physical, you know, the physical being. And what my job as a coach is is, well, for one, is to help them see for themselves where they need to go. And then the next step is to create a plan to help them find it. Absolutely. You know, I, I like to say I'm not in the advice business. Uh, people say, ask me about coaching, and, you know, do you give advice? No, I don't tell people what to do. I, I'm not in the advice business. In fact, if you want advice, you have to ask twice. <laughs> That's it's awesome. really true. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take that one. Okay. <laughs> I hope, you, hope you don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> I actually made that up, so yeah, oh. my name now. Okay. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Doctor Porat says. <laughs> Doctor Porat, I love it, love it. My new, my new, my new title, Professor Doctor Porat. I'm gonna keep raising the bar. That's right. That is right. <laughs> so you, um, 
so you just told me about one challenging, you might say challenging client experience. Uh, I'd love to hear about a success story. Um, wow. I'm trying to think of a good one for you. So um, uh, uh, one of my uh, – now, I've, I've, I've had so many favorite clients. It's kind of like picking your favorite child. But um, in the context of this conversation, there was one client in particular, and uh, she, she works in publishing. Um, she was, um, you know, by all medical standards, obese. Mm. And um, she came to me with the goal of, of you know, losing weight. And she, by this point, she came to me because she, she tried every avenue and it didn't, you know, it didn't work. She would always fail. So um, in, our, in our first session uh, of, co- you know, of coaching, it's just helping her create a vision. Um, we sort of got to the, like, the real reason, like the, the pain, the emotional reason why that this was important to her. She just had, well, she didn't just have a baby, but she had a young child who was about, I think, four at the time. And up until this point, you know, um, my, my uh, listening of her was that she wanted to lose weight so she can be a little bit more active. She wanted to lose weight so she can feel more attractive to her husband. But it really wasn't until we got to the, the discussion about her daughter. And what it came down to was she wanted to be there for her daughter. She wanted to, to live long enough to see her walk down the aisle. And, um, you know, like when I got that and, I'm, you know, it's like I get emotional when I think about it because it was very emotional mm-hmm. for, for her. But I have to tell you, um, once we got to the, to the root of why it was important, I got to tell you, she, she lost, um, okay, so there was actually two phases to this. She lost about 60 pounds with me. She told me, you know, like her, her and her husband were getting frisky again. She was able to keep up with her kids and everything like that. And then during that, you know, everything got a little so wonderful and so frisky, she got pregnant. <laughs> mm. So, um, and then I, I trained her throughout her pregnancy as well. I do have experience training pregnant women. So, um, you know, I trained her throughout her pregnancy as well. So, I mean, for me, like um, uh, that was a, a personal favorite of mine just because of where she was at when she first came to me and, you know, just kind of how down on herself that she was. And just through the process, through the, the inquiry, you know, we were able to really work with each other to problem solve and, and to really set goals because she had two children. One was four, and she had actually she was a successful physician in publishing. And um, so that was one example. Um, another example is a client that I'm training now. And uh, we, we trained, as the funny thing was, we trained with each other before I became a coach and after I became a coach. And when I trained her before, um, uh, before I became a coach, she, she did great. She, um, she was in her late 20s at the time. She lost an amazing amount of weight. She looked amazing, and um, and then for you know for whatever reason we sort of parted ways, and then we became reunited again in, in January. And kind of a similar thing, um, 
similar scenario. She kind of fell back. She's older now, so it was more of a challenge, more of a difficulty. And she was coming to me really to, to, for, the, for the doing aspect of it, but this time I had my toolbox with me, right? Mm. So, um, so during this process, I was able to, to talk to her and, and to work with her and to find out you know, what her pain was. And there was, and she did. She made a lot of. She made great progress. She was very committed. And then, but there was one little thing that was um, that she was holding on to. And I know your calls, and I know your your show is about um, business and entrepreneurs. And I think this this also applies to that as well. You know, you could be on the cusp of change, and and it could be that one thing that you do. It could be that one thing that you change that can just flip the switch on and make a change in your business or in this case her her, you know, physique transformation. And what it was for for her was wine. She used to drink wine all the time. And and it wasn't until when she got for herself the importance of of making that one change. I'm telling you, Andrew like her body, it's literally changed overnight. She lost 12 pounds in like three weeks. She continues to lose weight. And um, she's, my, she's my work in progress, but I can tell you by uh, September, you know, I'll show you pictures, and, and I'm sure she wouldn't mind it at all about the progress that she made. She's Love doing amazing. Saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I can give you more, but... <laughs> well, that's fine. Um, well, by the way, the first story you told me about and, and uh, before you started telling about it, you said how they are all kind of your your children, like they're all your stories, your success stories are all like your 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 favorite. You have so many favorite children, yeah. And yet that one actually led to a real child. Yeah. Something kind of neat about that one. Oh, a- absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, you're, you're in a way that that you you have some. Some, something to do with the fact that that child is here today. That's why I get emotional about it. Yeah. Really. And, and, and that's, and, and you know, um, not to change the subject too much, but okay. that's kind of how I got into this business, into this industry, mm-hmm. because, you know, um, what we do, what you do, um, and as coaches do, we, you know, I kind of feel like we're part of like this little privileged club, and 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 this is a club where we get to make an impact in other people's lives, and we get to see it, and we get to go through it with them, and we get to see them make the changes, without really, and 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 it's it's an art and a dance, you know. We're not we're involved in their lives, but we're not involved in their lives. We kind of just take a step back, and ask the right questions, and help them see for themselves where they need to go. And when you see the changes that they make on their, you know, of course you guide them. But at the end of the day, it's a decision that they have to make. But when you see them make that decision and really make the changes that they make, it really is inspiring. And it really, it's, um, it really makes a difference for how, you know, who I am and how I am being with them. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing, uh, amazing process. Very empowering. And speaking of asking the right questions, uh, if anybody out there would like to call in with a question, again, the phone number to call in live is 646 929 
2893. Again, because my voice cracked in the middle of that. It's 646-929-2893. It's kind of like I'm going through puberty again, Wes. It's really, <laughs> really exciting. <laughs> you should hear me sing now. I sound like alfalfa. No, it's really that's wonderful, okay. but it'll it'll all be it'll all be good. Um, yeah. So yeah, anybody out there, please call in. And if you're not listening live, don't call in. There's, there won't be anybody here. <laughs> well, but I'm making that distinction because this show is uh, available 24 uh, seven once it's uh, completed, and uh, it will be available for for as long as we'd like it to be available. So I wanted to ask you, getting back to you, had mentioned. Uh, the entrepreneurship, which I'm very involved with, what are what are some of the similarities you've discovered between the successful entrepreneur and those are, those who who are successful in their health endeavors? Okay, so there, you know what? One of the things that I had discovered, you know, in my my experience as as a coach is that um, that. There are uh, absolutely a lot of similarities, and I, that one of the one of the things that I've noticed is that, for instance, we talk a lot about like passion. We talk a lot about you know perseverance, and you know and uh, just being consistent with whatever goal that you need to attain. But here's the thing: I've I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of People come to me who are very passionate about wanting to get in shape, and I want to do it. And then, you know, I'm crying and 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 you know, just really being, in my opinion, just being honest with with me about their sincerity. Mm-hmm. But they still don't make it, and it, they're missing one word, and that's planning. You know, and for and for a successful entrepreneur, it's all about it's all about passion. Now, of course, if you don't have the passion, the passion is you know. If you're doing anything in life without passion, you need to rethink it, right? Mm-hmm. But um, planning makes the difference between those that succeed and those that don't. Mm-hmm. And every single time, and I have to tell you, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a creative person by nature, and there's some unwritten rules that creative people hate to plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so a lot of ways I hate to plan. But I have to tell you, every single time that I that I'm, I'm making an, uh, a point to plan, it's when I'm successful, and it's the same with my with my clients as well. And the other thing is that similarities between the two is that my successful clients and from and successful entrepreneurs, they have a willingness to work hard. You know, and more it's more than just being able to just show up. You know, showing up is, is half the battle, but it's more than just that. You're willing to do what no one else is willing to do. And, um, you know, if I give an example, like, for instance, um, one of my um, favorite types of clients to train are my are brides, you know, for maybe obvious or not so obvious reasons. But um, they want to fit into that dress. Basically. Yeah. I mean, like they are want like I you know I joke all the time I'm like okay like take these two spoons and go up that building and scale up and I'm gonna go get a sandwich and I'll be back in 30 minutes and then you should be halfway down by that point and they're like okay you know they're willing to do for whatever reason they're willing to do whatever it takes mm. for, you know because they're and, very highly motivated 
they are more than highly motivated, let me tell you. And, um, you know, so it's, it's willingness to work hard. And the other thing I see, I see about successful entrepreneurs as opposed to, or business people as opposed to people who aren't getting, uh, you know, who are successful in obtaining their fitness goals is that they're willing to accept what they don't know and they ask. They don't just assume, right? They, they, they know what they don't know. And that's actually more important than what they do know. You know? You mean they know what they don't know, or do you mean they know that they don't know what they don't know? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay, got it. And um, vision. I, I don't. I, again, I don't. I don't know one successful person. Period. That didn't have a vision. Didn't have a a, a clear. Uh, I should no. I shouldn't take. Uh, let me take that back. I have seen people who are successful with a lot of vision, but I haven't seen people who were successful and happy without that vision. Mm. Um, There's a good distinction. There is a big distinction between that. And um, with my clients, uh, the you know the ones who had an idea of what they wanted to look like. Uh, and I'm and again I'm using. Uh, sort of a blanket thing that they want. It's not just about looks for them. It's more, it can be about looks, but it can also be about feeling better. It could be about getting up out of bed without without their back hurting. Um, but it's, it, you know, and some people's visions are big and some people's visions are small, but it's there. And the ones who obtain their goals have a vision. And, um, you know, and, then, and, then, and there's no conflict between that vision and action. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying before, a willingness to work hard. Because if you, have the, if you have the vision and you're willing to work hard, you're unstoppable. And it's been that, I mean, and I've seen that time and time again. You know, my clients who, who come and see me consistently are always the ones that win the game at the end. And um, what else? Yeah, you know, these are just these are just some of the things that, you know, that I've kind of like learned or I've, I've observed over the years. And the, oh, it was there's one big thing. There is one huge thing. Mm -hmm. um, because for me, um, this applies, and it was courage. And you have to be courageous on many different levels because. You, well, you have to be um, courageous. Not, you know, of course, you create a vision of yourself, but you can't be afraid to live into that vision, because the person that you are in that vision has to be a different person than you are now. And um, and sometimes that's scary, because who you need to be to get from A to Z may be bold. You know, that person may be uh, a leader. That person may be, you know, whatever it is that you want to live into. And for a lot of people, that's scared. For a lot of people, that's getting out of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't even, and, and for some people, they don't even know what that looks like. So having the courage to take that step really, um, again, I, I'm speaking in the context of, of the experience that I've had with my clients, but I've seen this time and time again with, with successful business people as well. You can't be afraid. You can't be afraid of getting out of your comfort zone. So that's, that's, yeah. I heard this. I'm just going to give a little recap of what I heard from you in the last huh? 10 minutes. Mm 
mm-hmm. what's key in what you do, and I would imagine what I do as well. <laughs> in other words, I'm agreeing with you. Identifying the pain or motivation, mm-hmm. creating the vision, mm-hmm. planning is key, mm-hmm. hard work, passion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the courage to live into the vision. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you, well, you did say it. I just wrote them down. I wanted to make sure that they were good, man. I wanted to make sure I got it. <laughs> great, great. Very, so, very uh, cool. uh, so you know what? Um, actually, I actually wanted to make a distinction, and sure. and that um, yes, I am a personal trainer, and I'm a fitness professional, and I am a wellness coach. Um, I is I I do both, but not at the same time. So, um, you know, I have clients that I don't do any wellness coaching with. I have clients that I just do wellness coaching with. Um, but I find that the, 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 the experiences that are most enriching for me personally are the ones that when I am coaching them in addition to training them, you know, training for me is more like the doing. Right. You know, you, you, you come to me and you do this, you do that. But coaching is a whole different Distinction. It's a whole different conversation. Mm. It's, it's about the being. So, I, um, in case people were a little bit unclear, I just wanted to make sure that there was that distinction there. The, the technical word is confused. Yeah, confused. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you make words up too, huh? Uh, absolutely. I'm. You know what? I'm. I have to pat myself on the back because I haven't made up one word yet. At least I don't think so. I'm. I'm a master at making words up. Like really. <laughs> Oh, it, 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 I love to make things up. Um, you know, I tell you, one of the, the greatest trainings that I ever had that's part of what brought me into, co- well, not what brought me into coaching, but it's part of my, my ingredient as a coach and as as many things. I, I had three years of improvisational theater training uh-huh. in the in the early 80s. Wow. And uh, it taught me the ability to be, to really think on my feet and to uh, to be very, you have to be extremely supportive of whoever you're working with when you're mm-hmm. creating an improvisational scene. Mm-hmm. And the, the 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 premise of all improv really is yes. Mm-hmm. So when something is brought to you, you have to run with it. You can't mm-hmm. say no and do something different. Mm-hmm. And that that uh, the the training I got in that, and and I. I did it for whatever reasons I did at the time, for fun, for hoping to be a comedian or whatever it was that I, I thought I might do. But that, that training has been so amazing for me to this very day. And it's, you know, it's been, I haven't touched that since 80, 85 or 6. But it's a, creating a, words on the spot would be certainly something those lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I've been thinking about, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, being in New York City, you, you, you can't help but have a friend or two that's an actor. So, you know, and you go see them doing the improv, like, wow, that seems like that's really fun to do. That's, I'm, that's on my bucket list. I'm putting that on my bucket list. But, um, excellent. So, oh, and you know, the other thing I, that I wanted to, uh, to mention while I was, you know, still thinking about it is that. Um, I, I just wanted to say um, thanks again for having this conversation because as I'm, I love talking about fitness, as you can see, and I have a passion for helping people. Mm-hmm. 
but but it's also great to be able to to to, to talk about coaching in the context of coaching. You know, it's not often I get to do this, so I just wanted to say thanks for that. Well, you're welcome, Wes. <laughs> we actually have a good chunk of time left, so if there's anything mm-hmm. specific that you'd like to to tell me, we can we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I you know, as far as as um, you know, as far as some of the uh, distinctions with with wellness coaching and and fitness coaching, um, you know. In a in a context of of the assessment and the, and the inquiry, you know, I just want to make sure that the people are listening, you know, that they understand that as a coach, I provide instruction, and and I also provide mentoring, and I help uh, my clients set goals, and define an action plan, and during that and during, during that time, navigate them to the path and you know until they reach their goals. Um, you know, I'm all about. Facilitating, you know, facilitating learning, and I'm all about taking that learning into action. And what that looks like is, um, like I was saying before, you know, it's a 12-week period or a three-month period. First session is 90 minutes, and then after that, it's 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 30 minutes a week. And and within that 30 minutes, we sort of, um, you know, kind of do a run-through of the previous week, but also kind of, you know, in the context of creating that vision, still working with them, and and you know. You know, sometimes, you know, midway through, you may find that your goals change. You may find that you were shooting too low, you know. Um, you may find that um, you've uncovered the real reason why you're doing what you're doing. And it's okay. You know, it's it's a game that we play. And um, coaching is about self-discovery. It's not therapy, but it is self, self-discovery in, in my in By the way, just maybe I just real thought of something. Now, now you, obviously, when you work in, in the realm of being a fitness trainer, that's something you're going to do one-on-one in in, in somebody's gym or wherever you're going to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, as a as a coach, do you coach uh, people who are not anywhere near you? Well, here's the thing: most ninety percent of my coaching is is over the phone, and um, I don't know what it is. Um, I've heard discussion about the difference between, you know, the phone, you know, being over the phone and being in person. Mm-hmm. I actually like being over the phone because, um, for a couple reasons, uh, I think on one level there's a for you know for the for the uh, the client there's a certain um, there's a certain comfort level that's there. I think, uh, I, at least in my experience, people have been more comfortable to say the things that they need to say over the phone. And my listening, for whatever reason, just really attuned to it, you know. Um, and to answer your question, um, most of my clients have been local. In fact, all of them have been local. I've worked, you know, I've either worked with them one one on one, or it's been through a referral within New York City. I have Skype. I would love to to uh, work with somebody in California, or you know, or even from another country. Because I just love Skype and I want to use it any chance that I can get. So, <laughs> um, so the answer to your question is most of my clients are over the phone. Got it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I have uh, had the very interesting uh, privilege of coaching uh, people from other countries. Uh, most often, there that that's not the case. But the furthest away I ever coached someone was Chennai, India. Wow. So when you were supposed to be asleep, they were awake and vice versa. 
Yeah, I mean, finding a time that worked was quite a challenge, and it was not mm-hmm. just not just the number of hours. It was actually on the half hour. He was ten and a half hours ahead of me, mm. and uh, it was always we really just had to time it just right. I would be up for a little while; he would be about to go to sleep, and something something to that effect. It was, uh, you know, and of course dealing with the 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 language and the accent. Um, it was a whole nother conversation. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, you. I'm reminded of when um, when I used to work in uh, in, in the internet industry, and um, we used to outsource some of our work with uh, with uh, programmers in India. And we and immediately when you told me about that, I already it just like boom, I had like flashback yeah. to all the challenges that uh, that that can be. That's amazing. I would, I, you know. You know, I, I would I would love to have that opportunity. Maybe not as far as away as India, but um, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> that might be a, that might be a stretch. But um, I would love to work with somebody, um, you know, outside of outside of uh, the, the you know what outside of the cultural boundaries that we have with each other. Because really, um, by getting to the soul, getting to the essence of that person, and you know, you it, it really is over any border. Or over any culture, so I would. So if you're listening, I would love to be able to have a conversation with you, no matter where you are. That's right. So anybody who's listening to this show from elsewhere, USA or over the world, uh, I know I've had people as far away as Australia listen to the show and uh, in the Middle East. And if you would like to really learn about getting getting your body and mind together and, and and overcoming whatever challenge you have in that area. Wes Murray is your man. Oh, I think you heard so. it right here from Coach Andrew. <laughs> Dr. Coach Andrew. Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Excellent. I just got a comment from uh, from Peter in the chat room that he uses Skype to coach two clients in the U.K., in the U.S., and he personally enjoys looking at his clients uh, on Skype, like a face-to-face. That's Peter Marcus in the in the chat room. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, even though I, I do most of my coaching over the phone, um, again, most of my clients, I've actually had some sort of face-to-face interaction, and the phone-to-phone is an extension of that. Um, and I have yet to have that conversation with someone who I've yet, you know, who I haven't had a face-to-face with at some point. So, yeah, that 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 would be great. I would love that. Well, technology has just made so many things possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we are right now in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally, it, it, it's amazing to me that we can, thanks to technology, the Internet, in a telephone, we're able to create this virtual radio show that people can listen to from anywhere in the world. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's just, it's just, you know, we we have so many opportunities now that we didn't have even five years ago. That um, you know, and, and again, within the context of business, is that you know, for lack of a better word, you have to be crazy not to take advantage of it um, if you're a business person and. Um, you know, I know I am. So <laughs> you know, you are crazy, or you know, you're taking advantage of it. Okay, you got I me crazy. Wanted to make sure what I was, what I was hearing. <laughs> you, that you found the truth out. 
<laughs> yeah, so many things, and it, uh, and, and it's uh, there's a, and that's a whole other area of of uh, of conversation. I I could probably coach people just on technology mm-hmm. with everything that's out there, Twitter and Facebook, and that reminds me. Uh, I know you have a um, uh, a group on Facebook, don't you? I do, I do. Um, I do have a group on Facebook. It's called um, Amri Fitness, um, A M R I Fitness, um, and uh, you can also find me. Uh, my, uh, my name is Wes Murray, W E S S. But I also, if you go on Facebook slash Lose Fat Fast, you can find me as well. Lose Fat Fast. Yes. Nice. That's very catchy. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell me what does Amory Fitness stand for? What does that mean? Um, well, you know what? It's it's it, it, it's a bit of a personal thing, but uh, what happened was, um, you know, I was trying to f- figure out names for for my business, um, and I kind of discovered then then the term Amory by by accident. The the history. Okay, the short version is Amri means authority. So um, now the base is it's a it's a Swahili word of um, Middle Eastern descent. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I you know other than the fact that I, I really like the how it sounds and I and I really like that it means authority, basically fitness authority. But um, you know the. Uh, you know the woman that I am in a relationship with. She's of Middle Eastern descent, and I'm of African descent. And um, you know, it was kind of a, a you know a kind of a, a silent you know mesh of the two, which I really enjoyed. So, um, but the short answer it it means fitness authority in Swahili. Well, I'm very glad I asked that because uh, I was trying to figure it out, and I'm thinking, what is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Arthur Murray Fitness? No, I, I can do that. I'm thinking of Arthur Murray <laughs> dancing. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just thinking it must mean some acronym, and yeah. and then now I'm glad I asked that because that's and that's very powerful. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so uh, uh, very very interesting name. So and, uh, oh, I'm yes. Sorry. You had something. Oh, I, I just wanted to add one more thing is that sure. um, I am also on Twitter. And um, you can find me. I'm at Coach West. Coach West. All yes. right. Well, I'm Coach Andrew. So I know. Keeping it simple. Are uh, you cool. Coach West everywhere you go? I try to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, people know me as Coach West, and um, and if they don't, they usually find out that that's why I go by and then they tease me about it, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, Coach West is... I hear that all the time, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, at least you're involved with uh, in, in being in, involved in fitness. There's like some... You know, people have in their mind, if they're not familiar with the, the world of coaching that we're in, they want to know what team do I coach for. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, uh, and And in a way, I do coach... For the team, it's just not a uh, sports team. It's the, you know, the teams in the game of life, right? Absolutely, absolutely. In, in the game of life, you need a good coach, but you don't need a whistle. No, I don't think at least, so. So, uh, not always. as we're wrapping up our show, is there any uh, thing you'd like to offer? Is there any, uh, anything you'd like to uh, 
to put out there to our listeners? Absolutely. Um, what I like to offer is, um, you know, we had an opportunity to 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 talk and and you know to really share about my passion and why this is important to me. Um, what I like to do is I like to offer um, three people who are listening to take advantage of uh, a complimentary session with me. And uh, how you can do that is um, you can go to my blog. And how you would do that, you can go to my website, which is Omri Fitness, A-M-R-I-F-I-T-N-E-S-S dot com, and go to the blog section. And um, the first three people who make a comment on my most recent blog makes them eligible. And I'll get in touch with you, and uh, we will set up our complimentary session. Oh, that's a great offer. So everyone who's listening, jump, go to that blog right now, make a comment. Okay. Absolutely. I might have to beat them to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wes, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest on my show. Thank and, you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's been terrific, and I've been looking forward to this for a while, actually. And uh, so, again, everyone, that was Coach Wes Murray www.amryfitness.com and again my name is Andrew Poretz and I can be found on andrewporetz.com or ingenuitycoaching.com or better yet myfuturecoach.com that's probably the easiest one for you to remember you can find me on Twitter at Coach Andrew and you can find me on Facebook at at Andrew Poretz so that's facebook.com slash Andrew Poretz again Thank you for listening. Thank you, Wes, and good night, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye-bye.